Hey, this is Sean Clark from Horror's Hollow Grounds and The Thing with Two Heads, and you're listening to Horror Talk. first question to put down uh <clears throat> i know you know you're a big part of the franchise you've been on all these sets uh would love to know what your experience being on several of the sets of the for the films would be like you know your experience meeting all these actors over the years becoming their talent agents you know uh-huh um well that's kind of two different questions <laughs> <laughs> um i'm um, as far as being on set <clears throat> i mean that was um awesome you know i mean to be able to be on a halloween set and watch a halloween film being made is kind of surreal and um i'm just lucky that i've had the relationship that i've had with uh, malik akkad where he's afforded me the ability to visit set um and uh yeah it's a trip sitting there watching it happen you know i usually don't I kind of like, I don't want to get in the way ever. So I usually just hang back and just observe. And I don't really talk to, you know, I, I don't try to talk to people unless they talk to me. Right. Um, so when I was on the set of Rob Zombie's Halloween, I don't think I ever talked to anybody. Like that was, uh, you know, that was acting or working, you know, for the most part, except for, like a couple buddies of mine that worked on the movie, like the prop master and stuff. Um, but like on Halloween kills, uh, yeah, I did talk to a lot of those guys in between takes cause they're my friends. But for the most part, I never, I never spoke once to David Gordon green. I didn't, I never approached him. You know, he was busy. He was in a, you know, you could tell he was, um, I don't know if I want to say stressed, but, you know, it's a lot going on. He's, you know, he's running the show. So I would just hang out and, you know, talk with James Jude Courtney or Chris Nelson or um, uh, when the night Nancy Stevens was there, I was talking with her a lot and um, Aaron Armstrong. And uh, and I did talk with Kyle Richards a bit because she was hanging out with us and. Uh, we chatted a bit, but for the most part, if I didn't know them, I really kind of was staying away from them, you know, yeah. letting them work. Well, that's dope, man. It's got to be a good experience for sure. It must be so <laughs> surreal. <laughs> mm. Get out there one of these. Days. I think the most surreal part is just seeing Michael Myers in person, you know, like, right. like this is the dude. This is the real dude, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, that's fucking sweet. Um, Bringing it back a little bit, just the simple shit, man. Uh, I, I watched a bunch of your podcasts with other people and shit. I'm sure you've been asked before, but uh, what's your favorite film in the franchise and why? Easy, part one. Yeah, because it, because it's the best. <laughs> right. I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean, you know, that's where it all started. I mean, the everything that came after, you know, that first film's the blueprint. So, absolutely. Yep. Uh, even though. It's a little slow when you watch it these days, and by today's standards, kids probably look at it and think it's boring or whatever. But there's a vibe, you know, to that movie that none of the other ones have, you know. No, absolutely, yeah. Times have times have definitely changed, man, with the internet and all that type of shit. So, um, yeah, you know, you know, I can appreciate the oldies, but uh, 
Yeah, no. Go ahead, Ja. I know you got another good one for him, so. Um, I got another question here. So, um, <clears throat> personally, I've always wanted to ask you this question, so I'm so glad, you know, to have you on to finally ask you this. What direction do you want to see the Hollywood franchise go next? Hmm. Um. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it, I, you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because it's, it seems like it's the only franchise that kind of does whatever the hell it wants to do. Just, it, we'll start over. We'll do this. We'll start over. We'll go, yeah, well, no, this one's a continuation of that one now. And, you know, and they just keep jumping around. It's, I, I say it's like the choose your own adventure horror franchise where, you know, nothing's sacred anymore, it seems like. But um, I don't know. At this point, I'm just grateful that they're still going to make them. You know, um, I just, you know, I, I, I want to, you know, everybody wants more. Uh, and um, I don't know. At this point, what can you do, you know, uh, that that that's that's different i don't i don't know i mean it, i i'm kind of i'm at a little bit of a loss because i i feel like they had so many opportunities and then they they kind of screwed them up going in different directions and and then i mean i mean if i the way it's going, I mean, I would, I would love to see see them just pick up from the end of Halloween two. That's what the I original said. Halloween Thank two. You. you know what I mean? There we go. Yep, that's my exact thought on it. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's tough, man. You know, you got a little bit of room after Resurrection if you wanted to play some shit off. Or I always said after H two though, man, the next morning or whatever. You know, mm. next day, see what happens. But um. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough, man. They they put out a lot of different shit over the years, and uh, you know, so I don't know what direction to go with the new age, the way the world's moving, and stuff like that. I uh, shit twenty twenty two thousand seven, two thousand nine. I thought Rob Zombie, um, I thought he did a good job as far as. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the second one, but the first one. Me either. I thought he laid it out pretty well, and going into it knowing it's a Rob Zombie film, you kind of know what to expect. So I really did like that kind of tone. Switch up, so yeah. I, I, I've always said that I've respected that he tried something different, exactly, you know, yep. <clears throat> even though I don't agree with everything he did. And to be fair, I hated his second one as yep. well, but it's grown on me lately. It's, really? it's weird. It's, yeah, because I revisited it heavily when I did my Horrors Hollow Grounds episode for it. Okay. And, and I only did that episode because I was spending like a week in Georgia and I was like, well, what could I do while I'm in Georgia? And I was listing all these different movies that were shot in that area. And I'm like, you know, everybody's bug, you know, all the Halloween fans are like, dude, you got to do every Halloween movie. You got to do every one. So I'm like, should I just get it done while I'm there? So I started researching it and rewatching it. And the more that I watched it, the more I started to kind of like it and respect it in a weird way. Um, I mean, I really wish my biggest gripe with, with it is I think it has one of the best openings in a Halloween film 
in a long, long time but then the whole pulling the bullshit of it being a dream the whole first 20 minutes like really yeah. like i really i i liked the direction it was going in it was like let's this is great and then it's like Irk, nope just kidding you know and you know he's a hobo now i was like what <laughs> but yeah. anyway that always killed me when they took the mask off man it just takes away the Black is eyes, the double eyes. When you remove that mask, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to see his face ever. I don't. I didn't. I didn't like it when it was Tony Moran's face. I didn't like it when they showed Don Shanks for a second. I didn't like it when it was James U. Courtney, Tyler. I don't want to see his face. It's it's all the mystery, man. There you You go. Absolutely. Man, that's rough. Um, I know you've done a shit ton of interviews, bro. I was reading over some old ass posts and stuff like that but um you learned how to make masks from a vhs called death studios is that true <laughs> yeah yeah um get my hands so <laughs> yeah there was this there's a I, I i think they still exist i don't know if they technically still exist or not death studios i think they do um is an independent mask company guy ran it goes by jeff death jeff I, death. I can't remember yeah. what his his real last name is but Anyway, I was always a fan of their masks. I thought they made the best high-quality masks on the market, and I think they did at the time um, in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. They were like they were like the high-end, high-end Halloween mask. Like, all you could get was the shitty store-bought stuff that was not very good back then, you know? Right. Um, and... Uh, I remember seeing an advertisement on his website for uh, uh, how to make masks the Death Studios way, and it was wow. – I'm sure I still have the VHS somewhere in my collection. I'm, I'm sure I didn't get rid of it. Um, but it was basically – of you know, he made a VHS thing of step-by-step how you do it. And I watched it and just, you know, followed his instructions, and, and that's how I started doing it. Um, and I, my buddy, Darren Roberts, who was in my, uh, he was in my band at the time. He was a, um, budding special effects makeup artist. And he, and nice. he, he's still in the business to this day doing stuff. Um, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And he was one of the people that kind of did, um, silver shamrock novelties with me or silver champagne novelties. Sorry. Um, He's the one, he's one of the people that that did that with me, and um, so he had experience doing that stuff because he he so he helped me out a lot too in the beginning. Um, uh-huh. uh, and uh, yeah, that's it, it. Was just the whole thing was kind of a fluke. It was it was literally me finding a Kirk mask at a toy show, and then I showed him, and he was like, "Dude." Oh my God! I wish I had a copy of that. We should, we should, we we could mold that and <laughs> and make cop make copies. And I'm like, I said, well, how do you do that? And he told me, and like you know, That's and I said, well, if we if we do that, you know, I, there's a ton of people that would want one of these. We yeah. should we should sell them, you know, um, make it worthwhile. And I didn't know what I was getting into when I did that because that was just like well how do we sell them this is pre-internet pre-internet you know? how do we how do, 
how do we how do we sell these things? It's like, well, let's put an ad in Fangoria magazine. <laughs> so they had these little classified ads in the back <laughs> of the magazine, and I literally put in this tiny little classified ad. I don't remember what issue it is. I know a lot of fans have brought them to me uh, to actually have me autograph the 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 ad. <laughs> um, but it basically said like. I don't know, something Michael Myers mask, uh, William Shatner, Kirk or something, $60, $60, man. Yeah. And I remember being like, that's kind of expensive. Don't you think it's expensive? I don't know. But then, but then, and I had the PO box. I went and got a PO box. And next thing I know, my PO box is getting flooded with orders flooded. And I'm like, Holy shit. I couldn't keep up. It, it, it was, it was kind of scary at first because I got so behind trying to fill these orders um, that, you know, people were thinking I was ripping them off at first, you know, because uh, I'm, I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm, I, I thought, man, maybe, maybe I'll sell 10 of these things, right. you know? Oh, and then, you know, I, I, I said they were going to be limited to only a hundred made and we sold all 100 like super fast. So, wow. Yeah. Oh shit. Where are you at? You're out yeah. in Cali, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I live in Buffalo, so I'm about 30 minutes over the border from where that convention was. So it sucks. I've never been out there. You know, I wanted to go to all the big conventions and shit, man. I just never been out west yet. But uh, we'll get there sooner or later. Um, John, I, know I might be back. I might be back for Niagara Falls Comic Con in July. All right, Is well, it June? June or July? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Keep me updated, man. I'll message you before that because, like, if you are, okay. I'll pop back out there. I was going to go to the Frightmare again next year anyways. So, but, um, I don't know if I'll be out for that one, okay. um, uh, even though I, I'm talking to him about guests for that one. I I don't know if it conflicts with another show. I'm not sure. Right. I got you. Not no biggie. I'll definitely uh, keep that in mind for the Comic-Con then because I, I heard that's a good time, man. I've, I've never really went to one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a good it's a good show. One thing I I like about that particular show is, um, you know, and I do all of them, man. Oh yeah. Uh, is they've got really good vendors at that show. I really like. I've found some really good stuff at that show. There's only a couple shows I can say that about where, like, they have unique good good vendors. Right. I'm not saying, you know, that the other shows, the vendors are crap. I'm talking about the stuff that I'm looking for, like the rare, like rare toys or rare movie posters. Like there's a, there was like three really, man, there was like four really good vintage poster dealers at that last Frightmare show. And I came home, I came home with like at least three original posters that I was like, fuck, you know, like nice ones. Yeah. So. I seen Sandy PJ real quick. I already seen Castle, but I seen you standing over there. I told my girl, I was like, yo, you see that dude right there? This dude's a fucking legend. I got to get his autograph. I fucking turn around. He's gone, dude. <laughs> like, fuck. But, um, I could sense but, you. I'm yeah. just like, I'm out. <laughs> nah, dude, you're busy <laughs> as fuck, man. I know how that shit goes. But, um, Jai, you wanted to ask him about his other conventions, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is probably like one of my last questions for you. Personally, I always mm-hmm. wanted to know like how uh, running the year of terror Halloween conventions go. You know, since you've been doing it for so long, mm-hmm. uh, and and on doing them for 
know. I don't know how long you're going to be doing it for. So I heard, you know, this might be one of the last ones upcoming, you know, in the next five years. I'm not sure that's true, but, you know, I've never personally been to one, so I've always wanted to go and plan on definitely going to age 50, for sure. Yeah. Um, They're a pain in the ass. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're a huge pain in the ass. Um, I don't really like putting on conventions. Right. Uh, you know, it was, it was something that just kind of happened, you know, the first time around. And then um, after the first one, I felt really motivated that I could do a much better one. Right. Like, because I, I had a couple partners the first time out, and that relationship uh, ended badly. Um, wow. And uh, we butted heads a great deal. Um, there was a lawsuit, all kinds of shit. And wow. So anyway, I basically... Uh, oh, I won, by the way. Um, I, <laughs> I basically uh, said, you know what? I, I want to show those guys up and do a better show, and I did. And then um, then when it came time for the 35th, because the first one was the 25th, second one was the 30th. When it came time for the 35th, I just really I didn't want to do it, and I had too much going on. Yeah. And... Uh, there was a guy working at Trancus at the time who I was friends with at the time. And he was really pushing Malik into, we got to do a 35th. We got to do it. We got to do it. And he talked Malik into to going ahead and launching it. And so I said, look, I don't want to do it, but I'll walk you through it and, and, and kind of, tell you what you need to do and I'll I even went and met him down at the convention space and introduced him to the convention people and we we walked the floor and you know I went out of my way f to, to do that and and then uh next thing I know I I've noticed it just wasn't being promoted and nothing was happening it was kind of I'm like wow this thing's coming up soon and I haven't heard shit you know and then Malik calls me and basically says the guy quit and and left us holding the bag and we need you to come in and save this thing. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I didn't want nothing to do with this thing. And now I ha I'm getting sucked back into this thing with like literally like six weeks before the show is going to happen, you know? Right. So I had to whip it together. That's a game of ketchup, <laughs> Dude, it was the worst. But surprisingly, it turned out pretty good. I mean, shockingly. Um, then the 40th, I was like, okay, I'm bringing in professionals as I really don't have the time to do this anymore. So I, I brought Horror Hound in and, and said, here, you guys run it. You know, I'll be a promoter by association. <laughs> and... um you know, I, and still ended up doing a ton of work, but but at least a lot of the stress was lifted off me and responsibility. Um, and base, but the worst part is is like I'm thinking, okay, you know, as much as you know, Malik and I are friends, and Ryan over at Trancus, they're not the easiest to deal with, um, and. 
I was like, well, at least I don't have to deal with them. And then all I would get is Nate calling me to complain about having to deal with them. <laughs> like, dude, do you know what they want us to do? I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to hear about this shit. Um, so then 45th, same thing, had Horror Hound come in and do it. And the 45th was by far the biggest That's what I and I think best and most yeah. well attended. Um, although there were problems, but it wasn't, there weren't, there there were problems for us not problems for the fans the fans for the most part by far the highest re reviewed of of any of them um and i have basically gone on record to say that yeah h50 is it for me i'm 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 done and i and honestly i really think they should be done too for sure although i fear that what will happen is they will try to do it on their own and it'll suck. Um, and what will happen then is people will associate me to that shitty show because I'm the one who put it on for so many years. I'd be like, oh yeah, well that last one Sean did sucked. That's like, well, no, I didn't do that one. You know, well, I can already see it happening. But anyway, H50 I think should be the 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 farewell. Plus, I mean, you know, how many of those people from the first film are going to be alive for H55? Brian Andrews. That's it. Maybe not even Brian Andrews. It's probably Kyle Richards. That'll be the only one alive. Yeah, probably. Damn. Time moves, man. Fucking unbelievable. Nah, Jamie will probably hang in there. I don't know. I'm counting all my friends out, PJ and Nathan. Damn. Um. Oh shit, man! Nah, there's a lot of good people, man. A lot of good Charles Cyphers won't be there. That that I can say. <laughs> oh, shit, Probably shit. Carpenter won't be there either. Nah, he's getting up there too, huh? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Dick Warlock, they're all getting up there, man. Cash yeah. Everyone's just how it goes, you know. That's one thing that's that sucks about this job is is watching these guys get old, and you know, ha it's it's. It's crazy, like, to think about, like, when I first met them to where I am now and, and you know, seeing them get old and, and, and seeing people die, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I've made a lot of friends that have passed away, you know, Ted White recently, you know, about, a, actually a year ago, I think, right? I rest your soul. Yeah, I think it's coming up soon on the anniversary. Um, but um, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah it, it's tough. Oh, for sure. Um, <laughs> you ever get your hands on any movie props over the years? Anything cool? Have I gotten my hands on any movie props? Yeah, like in your personal collection. I'm sure you have, right? Do you not watch my YouTube channel? <laughs> oh, I, I do, I do. I know, I know you got a ton of shit. I mean, like anything, like fucking, you know, real special to you. You know, I know you got a ton of shit. <clears throat> um, lucky. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I've got a lot of shit. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't. I, I mean, a lot. Of, you know, all of it's special. I don't know. I'm. Okay. Um, 
I can't think of anything. I mean, you know, there's been things that have been given to me that may make it more special. Like, you know, when Nick Castle gave me his, his, you know, his original Halloween script, you know, that, I mean, that's That's pretty insane, you know, that's, that's priceless, man. Yeah. But, um, no price on that. Yeah, everything has a price. Well, I, 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 true, <laughs> but, true. but yeah, but it's not for sale. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. So what's new in your world, man? Besides managing all these guys, and uh, you know, what do you got going on these days? All I've been doing recently is um, just getting prepped for the shows coming up this year. Been doing a lot of stuff around the house. Um, uh it's i've been on the road so much that I imagine. just things get uh backed up you know or I, I i'll come home and i'll stack things in a pile and 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 you know by the end of the year my office and my toy room started to look like an episode of hoarders so <laughs> i i had to i i spent god weeks organizing both of them i mean uh, it was really bad. And, and at the same time, when I'm doing it, I'm realizing I have way too much shit. And then I've got like crates of stuff I want to get rid of. So now I'm like, okay, I need to do an, uh, auction. Yeah. Uh, and as I was doing these online auctions during COVID, just, just literally just to make space. And that's kind of what I'm doing again. It's, it's, <laughs> It, you know, people are like, "Oh man, you doing okay?" It's like, no, I have nothing to do with money. It's, it's, I don't have room. I, I got to get rid of this shit. So, I, I've been threatening to do another auction soon, uh, and I want to try to do one by next week. I'm just trying to decide if I do it on on Facebook again, excuse me, or if I try one of these new like whatnot apps or something like that. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of researching all of it right now, but it's a lot of work, dude. Doing that, uh, doing these auctions is so much work. Is then you got to deal with getting the money from everybody and packaging everything and shipping everything, and it all out. Yeah, it, it's such a pain in the ass. It's like I, I, I really don't want to do anything. I just want to s- sleep. Um. Last one. What's your relationship these days with? Well, back in the day, I could say with Tommy Lee Wallace. You guys have a good friendship over the years, or? Yeah, yeah, really good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he's he's. Oh, I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, he's one of the nicest guys. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't get to see him as much as I'd like to. I'm hoping I get to see him more this year because. I actually have a decent amount of show offers for him this year, which reminds me I need to send those to him. That's uh, that's on my to do list. I've been I've been contacting clients with show offers, and I've been going alphabetically, and he's T. So <laughs> he, I'm I'm getting close to getting them out to him because what happens? I start sending them out, and then those people start contacting me, asking me questions, and then it slows up me sending more out. Um, and then the and then people contact me to do interviews and I'm stuck here doing interviews. No, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, 
but no, Tommy's awesome. He's a great guy. Um, I, uh, definitely fortunate to be able to call him a friend. He, uh, he's, he's a really good dude. I wish he lived closer. Cause I would definitely kind of like Nick. Uh, I see Nick pretty often. Um, cause he doesn't live that far from me, but Tommy's like, like seven hours away. So yeah. Yeah. He's, he's on, he's in Northern California. So we're in Southern California. So California is a big state. People don't realize that but people always, Oh, why, why didn't you do the bus tour? Why didn't you go to the, uh, the, uh, Halloween three town? It's like, you do realize that that is like 10 hours from the convention center. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's on the border of Oregon. I mean, it's like far away. So yeah. Sweet, man. No, I, uh, I really appreciate you. Like I said, coming out, um, out of context though your fast times at ridgemont high video man that shit was dope i grew up my old man had me watching that shit jessica foley uh he's <laughs> at now locations that was pretty dope man that was one of my favorites to do because uh, that was that there's certain movies that when i do horrors hollow grounds episodes or i guess that was a hollywood's hollow grounds yeah, yeah. um i uh there's certain movies that mean a lot to me and that are special and that's one of them um, it, it, just certain movies that have a feeling like it's, it's weird. It's random, you know, yeah, yeah. uh, what they are. Cause I do these a lot and they'll just be like, Oh, that's rad that I'm here in the spot. But there's certain movies like that one that I was just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, <laughs> this is sacred ground. I mean, it, it kills me. It kills me that I wasn't able to go back to the mall before it was torn down and 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 see it for yeah. for what I, for what I for for what I know today because I did go to that mall and I recognized it from the movie when I was a kid yeah, and 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 I rem and I ate at that Perry's pizza and <laughs> and I and it, I wasn't putting it all together until right, later yeah. like oh shit that's we were there oh my god and my mom was like yeah we yeah we went there and and then you know it's one of those things that i never really got around to going back because and by the time i was kind of like oh you can do this it was torn down you know <clears throat> oh shit yeah that was a great movie man great movie. and it's just a bummer that you watch those uh, for me as a locations nerd when you watch a movie or something and you see a place and um, god i wish i could be standing right there but i can't because it's gone you know it, 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 i mean i stood right there but yeah, you know yeah. i stood there but i don't know exactly where i was standing you know i know i was yeah. on the spot you know Damn. yeah malls or uh, amazon's killing those out huh yeah you know that's it's it's a sad thing because uh there's a, there's a vibe to to a mall there's a there's you know i mean i my first job you know i my first two jobs were in a mall and it's uh you know as i see them getting torn down like there's one near my house that was torn down a few years ago um it had been there since the 70s um there's the one that was kind of like the most important to me as a kid is called Westminster mall. Okay. 
Uh, it's in Orange County, and uh, that's the one that me and my friends used to take the bus to go to. And I mean, I saw, you know, I saw The Evil Dead there. I saw Creep Show there. I saw, you know, all these classic movies at that mall. Um, and and it's supposedly getting torn down. I think next year they they've. I think they've projected it to be torn down in 2025. Like it's already, they've already made the new plans or they're building a new community. And it's just, I drive by it. And yes, I don't go there very often. It's not close to my house anymore. It's, it's about a good, you know, 30, 40 minute drive from my house. Um, but, and it's a shell of itself. When you go in there, half the stores are closed, Yeah, but it's, and that theater is long gone, the theater uh, that I used to see the movies in. So it's sad when you go in there, but it's just there's something comforting about just knowing it's still there, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, yeah, it's a it's 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 a it's a bummer. I mean, uh, after that one's gone, I mean, as far as old vintage malls that I grew up on. Well, there was Buena Park Mall. It's still there, but it's nothing like it used to be. Half of the mall they've redeveloped into some, like, kids' pizza place thing. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and I don't know how long that, that place that place looks like it's that, that it's going to be doomed, too. It's like it's right next to Knott's Berry Farm, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But Mission Viejo Mall the one I used to work at, uh, which is only about, you know, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes from my house. It's, uh, it, it's doing pretty good still. I mean, like, I mean, I, there are hardly any closed stores in there. So I'm hoping some, some will stay open. It, it seems like the outdoor malls seem to be like the big thing now. Like those seem yeah. to in Southern California, yeah, at least, sure. um, uh, which I don't understand because back in the day, the whole purpose of going to the mall was to get in a nice air conditioned place and get out of the heat. So, but, uh, you know, the, the thing that was the attraction, you got me on a mall rant. The thing that was the attraction to malls back in the day was that's where you went to meet girls, you know, hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, well, we didn't have the internet and shit to, to just meet girls online like all the kids do nowadays. Um, you know, because none of them have social skills and none of them know how to fucking talk to each other. We actually had to walk up to strangers and like go, hey, how's it going? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. um, and that was the place to do it, the mall. And, um, yep. you know, that element of it is gone, you know, so. That's sad shit, man. This technology is fucking a lot of shit up, so. Yeah, I'm a, for sure. I'm a 95 yeah. baby, so I've seen both sides of the field. You know what I mean? I was yeah. glad enough to be outside growing up. No phone, no, you know, none of that shit. Here we are now. So the good thing is yeah, the bad thing, man. You know, it's changed. It's, it's more bad than good, I think. It I mean, is. no, it is. I mean, you know, I see these kids riding around all over my fucking neighborhood in these electric bikes. <laughs> oh, my God. Tell me about it. Fuck. And, and it's like, all these motherfuckers are going to be so fat and out of shape. So like weak-minded, everything. Dude. It's just, yeah, it's like, 
They're going to be, it's, it's, it's a lazy, lazy fucking generation that's coming up right now. Yeah, it's on fucking phones. You ain't got to do, you ain't got to ride to your friend's house and knock and ask his mom if he can come out and play. Just fucking message him. You know what I mean? So, yeah. A whole different thing, man. Fuck. People get hurt nowadays. They go fucking home and cry. Back in the day, you know, scrape your knee up. You're bragging about it. Look at this shit, man. Fucking, you know. Put some dirt on Yeah, it's just times are changing, man. It sucks, but. Yeah, that's why I think I think movies bringing it full circle movies help us get a little bit of that nostalgia for that time period, you know, Um, you know, that's why I I feel like, you know, movies from the 70s and the 80s and even like the early 90s stuff, uh, you know, pre Internet, pre phone, um, cell phone uh, is uh they're they're better because the circumstances were they they were you know you could put your victims and horror films and into circumstances they can't as easily get out of nowadays with technology you know what i mean sure. um yep. and uh it, it kind of makes it kind of makes them you know the movies today's movies just seem I don't know, like the uh, I, I, the situations aren't as interesting, you know. Oh right, I mean it's tough, man. You get, like I said, you got the internet nowadays. Kids have seen everything from Every, A to Z, and back in '78, yeah. I mean you got a babysitter, stalker, a killer. I mean that's some shit. You know, you're not on the internet. You're waiting fucking the next day till the paper comes out or something like that's real shit. That, that was happening. <laughs> That's what made Jaws so impactful because, you know, there was a lot of information about sharks back in 75. When Jaws came out, yeah. everybody get a sharks. You know, this is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That, that whole, it being based off of a true story, that story came, got became popular in the movie itself. And then you had Halloween, man. Babysitting murder, you know, seeing that mask on screen, man. It, it was nothing like that, you know. Yeah, that was fucking... That and, was, man, that was you know, Well, yeah, you know, it's... Again, I've said this in regards to collecting. The internet's taken the fun out of it <clears throat> because part of the fun, or most of the fun about collecting was the hunt. And yep. I enjoy, I really enjoy going to these conventions and digging through stuff to find that gem. I don't want to go on eBay and just type it in, you know? No, that's part of the thrill, man. The chase, all that yeah. shit. Yeah, it's finding it out in the wild, you know. Yeah. It's like, because I've been collecting original Star Wars figures, like the, you know, the original run from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have I've have this thing where I want to get the first appearance of every character on its original card. Because, you know, like a Luke Skywalker figure, they've put it out in so many different forms, right, you know, like right. on a... Uh, you know, a Jedi card, an Empire card, whatever. Um, so I want the first one of each one, and I'm down to like I think there's 12 left that I need to get. And people are always asking me, like, dude, I found one for you. I'm like, no, 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 I don't. I want to find it. You know, I want to. I want to be at a convention yeah. and see it and 
and, and you know and buy it like that and that's 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 kind of how i do it you know because it to, that makes it fun because i could i could finish that collection tonight if i wanted to right. if i wanted to go on ebay and yeah. you know what i mean yeah. that's no fun there's no fun in that it's it's nah, especially when you find something that you didn't know existed like if you if you see like um like one of the posters i found at niagara falls was something i didn't even know existed and i'm like holy shit look at this i I gotta have this that's rad and um and uh it was something i didn't even know was out there so you know that kind of stuff is really cool you know i can't imagine the shit you get to see at all those like looking at, looking at treasure man it's, so, yeah. all that stuff yeah i mean it's rare nowadays because of the internet that you can find something valuable right. for cheap you know like that got you know rarely do you get a deal where somebody didn't know what they had because it's so easy to research everything you know yep. um but every once in a while you do you know every every once in a while you know, you come across something that's a score, you know, yeah. and, yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's why I really enjoy going to like antique shops and stuff because, yeah. you know, you find weird, rare shit, you yeah. know. And it's vintage, so. Yeah, yeah. You never know what the fuck you'll come across at an antique store. <laughs> I mean, what I've ever thought that in the early 90s, I'd find a Captain Kirk mask at a toy convention, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I when I saw it, I literally I remember it like it was yesterday. And the crazy thing is, this is kind of I don't know if I've ever even said this publicly before, but w- which is kind of an interesting full circle thing. The toy show I was at was in the same venue where we have the Halloween convention. Wow. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I it was in Pasadena Convention Center. It was the Pasadena Toy Show. And I came walking down this hallway, and the very first booth I saw as I walked in the door, on a shelf behind the guy's display, he had a Kirk and a Spock mask next to each other. And I went, how much is that? The the Kirk one? And he's like, 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'll take it. I'm like, 50. I'm like, inside, my heart is pounding. I'm just like... This guy has no fucking clue what he has. I should have bought the Spock too, you know, because that's worth a lot of money too. But wow, what a fucking snag, man! No shit, fifty bucks. Yeah, that that particular area of the convention center has been torn down and rebuilt, but it's it's the same place where we hold the the Halloween conventions. So, okay, okay. No mm-hmm. shit. so you never yeah. went to conventions as a kid. I remember your one interview, you said you were, you guys were a little bit on the poorer side. So you all went to the movies together and shit like that. Were conventions even a thing back then? No, no, I didn't even, I had never even heard of a convention until my buddy said, do you want to go to the Fangoria convention? And I'm like, like the magazine and he's like yeah they i go what is it and he's all you know they have the conventions and the actors there i'm like who and he was like oh pinhead's gonna be there i'm like fucking pinhead's gonna be there <laughs> um and, I, and, and he said yeah and the tall man from Fantas. i'm like dude so i lost my shit this, uh, this was like 1988 
and I had no clue. And uh, so we went, that was my first convention uh, in LA. And then I started researching them. Now, mind you, no internet. No so internet. the only way you could find out about these things were a flyer maybe that you'd see at a, at a store or, um, or if they advertised it in the magazine and the Fangoria ones, they obviously have, they, Fangoria was doing an LA show and a New York show. They would do LA and New York, LA and New York. And every year for like the first five years, five or six years, well, we went every year until they stopped. We went to every one, but, but for the first like five or six years, it was like the only convention we knew existed. So it, it was like our Christmas. Once a year, we went to the Fangoria convention. And then I started hearing about other shows. I heard about this show called Chiller Theater. And I'm like, whoa, what's that about in, in New Jersey? Um, <laughs> but, you know, we were still kids, you know. Um, yeah. Traveling to, to, across the country wasn't really a realistic thing. Um, but uh, we did our first trip in 1993 to the zombie jamboree, which I think we saw, we must've saw an ad in Fangoria or something for it. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, it's the 25th anniversary night living dead. And fucking George Romero is going to be there. And it's across the street from the mall from Dawn of the dead. Are you shitting me? So, uh, that was, that was like the greatest trip ever. And the way we pulled it off was so insane. We knew somebody whose wife worked for like Southwest airlines or something. And she had these standby seats that she could get us. And and to me, as somebody who travels almost every fucking weekend, the thought of being standby is, is the most dreadful thing I can think of. But you know, we, there were six of us, and the Southwest only the closest Southwest flew uh, was Cleveland. So <laughs> we had to fly into Cleveland with like two layovers. Oh, we were sitting in the very back row, crammed to oh, death, God. and uh, and um, loving every minute of it. And and then we got to Cleveland, rented a car. I remember we spent the night in Cleveland. We got a hotel, rented a car, and drove to Pittsburgh. And then after the convention, I had to drive back to Cleveland. Um, but it was the best weekend ever. And uh, as I recall, that was the very first show I had ever been to that somebody charged for an autograph. Okay. And... Uh, and so, you know, we're going to this thing, you know, we're going to meet all these people, get all our shit signed. And we did. But I remember the first person that that tr- charged me was Adam West, you know, Batman. Adam West, yep. And, um, wow. and I was like, what? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we, you know, all these Fangoria conventions we went to, it was, everything was free. Like, wait. You want to fucking charge us? What? <laughs> to sign this? You want to charge me to sign this? Um, you know? Yeah. Little did I know. <laughs> oh, I'd now be charging people, <laughs> you know, yeah. indirect because, uh, you know, my business. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it Man. was just 
it's funny that yeah that's how it started and um but you know back then the the one downside you know people you see people all the time i remember nobody was charged and everything was free the part they don't tell you though is that they had to wait in line for like three hours to get that free thing you know yeah which believe me we did and i remember I remember waiting in line for George Romero for like three fucking hours. I remember waiting in line for, um, oh God, so many, so many big horror stars that I, I waited for hours to get an autograph, you know? And me personally, I would rather pay and not wait in a crazy line, even though nowadays you can still wait in a crazy line and pay because how popular the person is. But, you know, for most of these people, you can just walk up and get, you know, pay, get your shit signed. And for me, I would rather pay, excuse me, than wait, you know, wait a line. I agree with that. Shit. Lines weren't too bad. I made you yawn. Uh Yeah. Lines weren't too (laughs) bad at Brightmare, but uh, Castle was pretty busy. Um, Yeah. I didn't mind it, man. It was, it was a good experience. Would I pay for the VIP next time? Probably. You know what I mean? Just, uh, yeah. Get in, get up there a little quicker and shit. You know, get all my shit signed, throw it in the car, come back in and check shit out. But, uh, no, it was a good time, man. First convention. I love the setup of it. Bunch of people there. Just, <laughs> right that was your first con- that's your first convention ever? Yeah, I'm in fucking Buffalo, New York, bro. We don't get nothing out this way. That was my first one ever. I seen it pop up, and I'm like, damn, that's right across the border. You know, I got to check that shit out mm. yeah wow. standing there and bam margera bumped into my shoulder i go oh what's up man what's up left out the <laughs> back i was like ah shit but um sweet man I, I appreciate you uh coming on for a little bit and you know dropping some insight and info on us and shit like that it was dope yeah so, truly honor truly an honor no problem man i appreciate you asking